good afternoon, everyone. Welcome. Welcome to another edition of On the Mark Sports Talk with your host right here, Mark with a C. And of course, this keeping track, those keeping track, this is our 144th episode in 144 consecutive weeks. And I want to thank my I want to thank my seventh grade math teacher, Mrs. Vitali. Uh, for teaching me to count numbers beyond 100. <laughs> how, how is everybody today? Oh, did they say that last week? Well, they did because it's Groundhog's Day, right? Yes. How are you? How are you, Yeah, I know. They said six. You believe that stuff? No. <laughs> you heard it? All I know is only right 40% of the time. It's very cold here tomorrow. Wait, yeah. Mark. Mark. Mark, yeah. did you and, and, and did, did you guys Saturday. did you guys hear about the Canadian uh, groundhog? What did he no. say? Uh, they, no, they he wouldn't come out. They went in. He was dead. It's Canadian Fred. That I it's a true story. Canadian Fred. Maybe the Blasio went up there because when the Blasio was mayor, he dropped right. it and killed it. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I've never seen that movie. Do you, the the uh, the Bill Murray. Bill Murray. Movie. It's good, right? Yeah, yeah. It was very good. Yeah. Probably having it on somewhere. I gotta today. go check that movie out. Anyway, before we get to the sports, uh, some of you people know this. On a sad note, one of our part timers on our panel, Sharon. The female who comes on every now and then. Uh, her mom passed today, this morning. Oh, and of course, we express our condolences to her mm. husband, Victor, and the two children, Logan and Brian. And we wanted to bring that in since some of you don't get the feed <clears throat> we get. I hope everyone enjoyed our special guest last week, the uh, so-called pro bowler, Jim Hamble. Of course, bowling, not our top sport that we discuss each week, of course. But I thought his presentation had us entertained. What do you, I just want a couple of opinions of what you guys thought. Anybody? Well, Anybody? He, he's obviously one that, um, you know, had a childhood dream or youth dream to eventually be a card member, you know, card carrying member of the PBA. I had the same dream and uh, I just never fulfilled it. That's all. You could do. You go online. Probably fill out three lines. You didn't. He didn't say which tournaments he may be considering to participate in locally. It would have been nice to go to one of them and. and I see. could. I could find that for us. I'll. Because I speak to the mom all the time. His mom all the right. time. But he does. He knows Harold Lane's and the tournaments that go on in Harold Lane. Yeah. Yeah. So that's good. All right. Uh, anybody else want to comment on the show last week? It's just amazing how how much time we could devote on that topic of bowling is unbelievable. Yeah, oh. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, but uh, I, I I told him originally uh, give me twenty five thirty minutes. That's that's all I want. I think he stayed on about an hour, which is yeah. Good. yeah. Okay, uh, and don't forget March second, um, which will be episode one forty eight. Ira Kaufman, sports guru, will be coming on as a guest. Um, and we'll, we'll uh, as he gets closer and closer to March 2nd, we'll just we'll talk about him coming on more and more. Uh, he's a fascinated person. Uh, if you, uh, you looked him up on the Google, um, 
You can see him with his headset on doing his show. His live <clears throat> show is every Monday at seven o'clock. Ira Kaufman. Okay, he'll be coming with us March 2nd. Gerald's Highlights Report, sponsored by Tree Trunks. What do you got today? <laughs> today I'm going to review MLB season for 1990. These are what I believe to be the salient facts about the 1990 MLB season. For the awards and leaders, I will name the National League player followed by the American League player. Key awards, MVP, Barry Bonds, and Ricky Henderson. Rookie of the year, David Justice and Sandy Alomar. Wow. Cy Young, Doug Drabeck and Bob Welch. Key leaders, batting average, Willie McGee and George Brett. Home runs, Ryan Sandberg and Cecil Fielder. RBIs, Matt Williams and Cecil Fielder, ERA, Danny Darwin, and Roger Clemens. The Minnesota Twins set an MLB record by recording two triple plays in the same game. The opponent was the Red Sox. The following day, both teams combined to set yet another record by hitting into 10 double plays in wow. the same game, six by the Red Sox and four by the Twins. Eddie Murray became the first player to hit home run from both sides of the plate in both leagues. Mm -hmm. Chicago Cubs pitcher Greg Maddox established an MLB record for pitchers by recording seven putouts in a game. On August 31st, 1990, Ken Griffey and Ken Griffey Jr. became the first father and son to play together in the major leagues as teammates. Mm. The Boston Red Sox hired Elaine Weddington as their newest assistant general manager, making her the highest ranking black female in the major leagues. On May 22nd, Andre Dawson was intentionally walked a record five times during one game. That's amazing. Mm, yeah. Before, before the, Bonds. Before Bonds, the 1990 <laughs> World Series pitted the Reds and Athletics. The Reds swept the series four games to zero, notwithstanding that the Athletics were heavily favored to win. The Reds in 1990 set a National League record by being in first place for the entire season. The Tigers were the only other team to accomplish this feat in 1984, we all remember the great start they had. Uh, regarding the World Series again, athletic stars included uh, Willie McGee, Jose Canseco, Mark McGuire, Ricky Henderson, Dennis Eckersley, and Bob Welch. And they all came up real small in the World Series. Mm -hmm. In this series, Billy Hatcher had seven consecutive hits. The, com the composite World Series numbers clearly explained the red sweep of the athletics. The Reds batted 317 and the athletics batted 207. Big difference. The, yeah. the Reds had an ERA of 1.70 and the athletics had an ERA of 4.33. And that concludes my report for the 1990 MLB season. Anybody want to comment on his report? 
It was a wonderful report. It's a good report. I... <laughs> yeah, Larry. Did Fielder hit 50 home runs that year? 51. He had, 51, he had 51 yeah. home runs. The father. The father and 132 <laughs> RBIs. Father, yeah. Was he getting along with his son at that time or not yet? <laughs> I, I think I think they've made amends uh, five years ago or whatever. Yeah. I, I, can't, mm. I don't remember that World Series at all. The Reds swept the A's in 1990. All yes. games I don't remember that World Series Lou, at all. That was Lou Pinella was the Reds yeah. manager. Yeah, yeah, right. And... and uh, Lovely woman, Maude Schott, was the owner of the Reds. The owner, yeah. None of that at all. Wasn't John Franco on the Reds at that time? You got to check that uh, Maybe, maybe. They have been. So. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. have to look that up. How about, okay. about Paul O'Neill? Jerry, was he there yet? Yeah. yeah he was. I think he was. O'Neill was on that team. Let's see. 1990 uh, was 33 years ago. Can you imagine that? Yep, yep. Well, that's amazing. In, in, after, in October, it'll be three to 33 years. Yeah. yeah. That's the that's what? the year that uh, Anderson won the MVP. I think. Yeah. Was the MVP? No, Anderson. no. Well, hold on, hold on. No, you didn't mention Henderson. No, Barry, Barry, you're right. Barry Bonds and Ricky Henderson were the MVPs. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, Barry, so Barry, Barry Bonds was there, but he wasn't being walked four or five times a game at that well, point. One interesting side note on Ricky Henderson. I believe this, this is correct. In the history of Major League Baseball, Ricky Henderson was the only player who was on a team on four different occasions. He was an, he was an athletic. And yeah. just a very quick, funny story. One of the partners of the Oakland days came to him one day and said, Ricky, our bookkeeper has indicated that the $4 million bonus check we gave to you has not been cashed yet. And Ricky said, I'm not cashing it because I'm waiting for interest rates to go up. <laughs> yeah. I think the time he came back, they gave him a different uniform number. I think it was 24, 35. Yeah. Something, 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 something. All right, thanks. Hilton yeah. is not with us. He may come later, and he may come mm -hmm. later just to play his music for us. Okay? Taking his wife to the doctors. He may, he may stroll in next half hour or so, but he's not with us now. As far as beep beeps go, I found two unusual names this week. I probably will butcher their names. Henry To-O-To-O. -to -o. Anyone know? Henry T-O apostrophe O-T-O, apostrophe O. I guess that's some Hawaiian, Polynesian. Anyway, he's a linebacker for Alabama. He's a senior this year. He may go in the draft. <laughs> and I, did anyone ever hear the name before? No. All right. Tooto. -to and then Ty Buttry. Ty Buttry. But that was unusual. <laughs> he's an Astros, Astros pitcher. Maybe we'll hear him this year. I probably butchered butcher his name, too. Okay. This day in sports, February 2nd, Groundhog's Day. A couple of very interesting things happened today. You want to hear? Yeah. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Well, in 1876, a long time ago, baseball's National League formed. 
And they met at the Grand Central Hotel. I don't know where the heck that is. I guess in Grand Central State. In New York City. And the teams Boston, Chicago, Cincinnati, Hartford, Louisville, New York, Philadelphia, and St. Louis made up the National League in 1876. Well, in 1892, the longest boxing match under modern rules took place in Illinois. Uh, holy mackerel. I didn't write down how long it was. <laughs> in my haste to write it down, it was the longest match between Harry Sharp and Frank Crosby. Maybe some of you can tell me how long it was. It was really long. Lots, lots of rounds. Like in the 60s or 70s, they went. 1943. Sorry about that. 1943. Uh, the Cubs, Chicago Cubs, Ron, your team, the Chicago yeah. Cubs, returned to their original uniforms after experimenting with a vest. Now, I wonder if they had the vest on top of their jersey or their vest under their jersey or no jersey and just a vest. <laughs> Again, something to investigate. On this day in 1949, Ben Hogan had that terrible car crash and uh okay we heard about it but i don't know the details of what happened. he came back and golfed again and won a tournament did he anyone know yeah he did they your older gentleman in fact they made a movie called the ben hogan story i forgot yeah. who played him yeah. but it was with he had the he had eddie goodell i think right Eddie Goodell. Eddie Goodell. <laughs> Eddie Goodell. <laughs> In 1974, the smallest crowd ever in an NBA game, the Cavaliers and Gold. It's at Golden Stadium. Was there a Golden State back in 1974? Mm -hmm. Was there a team called Golden State? I don't yes. remember that. Well, they've changed. They, they, yeah, they they changed it. They were San Francisco Warriors, Warriors and then they went right. to Golden State. Well, only 1,641 appeared at that game in Cleveland. Oh, in Cleveland. I don't, I don't know what was happening weather-wise. Maybe there was a weather event. They just said 1,641 appeared. In 1997, Scotty Bowman, hockey coach, he coached his 1,000th, he got his 1,000th win on this particular date. And here's something I think you all remember. It's got a little trivia questions to it. Of course, in 2014, Super Bowl, let's see, uh, XL is like uh, 40, B is 48. Super Bowl 48 was at MetLife Stadium. Mm -hmm. Remember that Super Bowl? Yep. In 2014, who were the participants? Who remembers? Broncos and Seahawks. Yeah. Broncos and Seahawks. Who won it? Seahawks. Well, you and it was 42 to 8. And yeah. and and the Jersey Transit messed up oh. in getting people there. And they had a fair. They, they had did. a fair on Broadway. They had all the, uh, the entertainment and uh, all kinds of contests and all that. All the uh, What do you call it? Uh, actors. And you, know, you, know, you know what else you remember about it? Everybody was worried about the weather. That day was beautiful. And I think the next day it snowed. Yeah, yeah. Winter. Winter. That day winter. Winter. February yeah. 2nd. Nuts. Anyway, that's that's all I have. Malcolm Smith. Yeah. Malcolm Smith was the MVP that day. Yeah. What do you have? What do you find uh, on the uh chart? Can I add one more? Hold on. Okay, do one more. 1962. 
first person to pole vault 16 feet at the mill ever yes. at, at the Milrose Games. Yes, I had that one. I, I went over it. I, I did. Oh, I had, I had more here, by the way. I mean, a few more. I'm not going to go with John, John Ulysses. That's right. 16 and 40. I, I think I saw that on TV. Five, five glass pole. Yeah, yeah. I was actually. I was actually there. My father and yeah. brother were huge track and field fans, and they took we we we, we were at that um, event. Yeah, yeah. Did I, you I see where they do it now, Fred? What they do it uh, in? I think Washington Washington Square. What was yeah, it? Yeah, there's a big uh, track and field venue up in, yeah. up in Washington Heights. They yeah, don't right. have the Milrose Games in the Garden anymore. No. no. All right, it Cheryl, to, what do you have? Used to be the eight day track and field. You had the. New York Athletic Games, Knights of Columbus. Yeah. What else? On February 2nd, 1892, Harry Sharp versus Frank Crosby that. fight in the longest boxing match. Sharp won by KO in the 77th round. <laughs> the fight lasted over five hours. Oh, God. <laughs> the rules they had. All right. Let's go on to uh, sports stories by Larry, because Larry that is sponsored by Flying Saucers, and I don't mean the ice cream. <laughs> what do you have, Larry, for us today? My story this week is entitled Update on LIV Golf in America. This is an update from my August LIV story. Human rights activists still accuse Saudi Arabia of using LIV golf to launder its poor humanitarian reputation. The PGA still has banned all those golfers who defected to the LIV. But in a PGA concession, defectors to the LIV can now compete in the masters and other PGA ma uh, majors if they qualify for them. Mm. It is not clear how this PGA concession will affect the Department of Justice's investigation for his potential violation of the antitrust laws. The LIV did not have TV broadcast rights in the United States. Instead, the Saudis relied on lesser streaming services, such as YouTube, Facebook, and Dazzin to carry LIV games. But their ownership was low. Recently, the Saudis tried to get Amazon and Apple to carry its LIV games in America, but they declined. However, the Saudis did get an American TV contract with CW, an American broadcast television network, to broadcast its LIV games. Personally, I hope that LIV golf would not become more popular with CW broadcasts. That completes my story for this week. Anybody got any comments for Larry on that? Well, I, I just have one comment. How come nobody's making a fuss over the NBA's relationship with China, but in golf they're making this such a big thing because of the way they're treating the people over there? That's what I'd like to know why. Well, that, that's a that's another controversy. Uh, I, in fact, I'm going to do a story on that down the road. Okay, sorry. Down the road. <laughs> you have to look down the road there. Let me talk <laughs> about... Anybody else? Let Go me ahead, talk, Let me talk about the, what I'm going to do on Baseball Hall of Fame. Yeah. For the next three weeks, I will do stories on the Baseball Hall of Fame. Using statistics of players already in the hall, 
I developed standards for evaluating candidate batters to make the haul. First story on 9 February. And for evaluating candidate starting pitchers to make the haul, my second story on 16 February. In the final story on 23 February, I discussed why prominent baseball writers are fed up with the board of directors of the Hall of Fame for not implementing the character clause themselves. But incidentally, I invited some of my colleagues at the JCC of Northern Virginia to join us for these three Hall stories, and some of them agreed to do so. Look forward to see them next week. Hope you make a case for Jeff Kent being in the Hall of Fame. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Uh, I'll get I don't know too much about Harold Baines. Yeah. <laughs> I, will, I will cover the, uh, Jeff Kent and uh, and uh, Roland and, and Todd Helton in that in that first report. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Be, be friendly to all the writers. You'll get a vote down the line. <laughs> I was right. very friendly. Exactly. Two, two, year, two years, my son will vote. Oh, okay. Wow, that'd be cool. Maybe we'll get them. Maybe if yeah. we're still around, imagine yeah. if we're around two years yeah. from now. God knows what number Joe will be up to. We could ask him what was his what was his Hall of Fame vote. Okay, uh, time to move on to a little football here because uh, we had a nice weekend with the, uh, the the championship games. Before we get to the games, of course, Tom Brady makes the story again. I don't know why he had to bring this up, you know, before the Super Bowl. This is a good story to talk about after the Super Bowl. But he says he's retiring for good. We went through this whole spiel on him last year. Yeah. All the records that, that he, he has broken, everything that he's done. And um, what did um, Mike Francesa say the other day? He thinks he's not a great quarterback. He's just been around a long time and had a fabulous <laughs> head coach. No one, you know, throw those short passes and watch them run. Please, done, please. But um, we're not going to go. We won't go into it unless anybody wants to talk about Tom Brady. Mm-hmm. He's uh, retired. He says it's for good. Gone. Only time will tell. You know, you know what you talk about. What an anomaly it is for somebody that great, considered the GOAT, and yet a lot of us, myself included, never cared much for him. It's an anomaly, right? It's, it's, well, because uh, he beat your team all the time. That's right. right? He always beat your team. He beat your Jets. <laughs> well, uh, I'm not going to have a survey who, who liked Tom Brady. I thought he was pretty good. Pretty good. Michael, Michael here agrees with the other Michael. I <laughs> I think some of the Super Bowls were a little bit luck, but he was a great player. But I never really cared for him. But I admired him. He was a great player. You know, right. you know, for me, my daughter's neighbor was Bridget Monahan, right? And uh, oh, really? Michelle, whatever her name was, very oh, nice, very nice kids. And we felt terrible that they broke up, which added to how I didn't like them. <laughs> so if you were getting married, yeah. you, would, you wouldn't you wouldn't if you knew him, you wouldn't invite him to your wedding, right? No, no, not at all. <laughs> you might give a good a good gift, you know. Anyway, so I, I wish he would have made the announcement after all because it's you know super you know the hype of the Super Bowl, oh, this and that. He wants to get all the attention, yeah. of course. Yeah. Of course. Yeah, attention. Yeah. Today on uh 
uh, local radio, sports radio, they were speaking to Brady's father. And uh, they asked him when he, he, when he left the field in Tampa and he hugged them, did he say anything? Did he say that was it? And he, did he get it any inkling? He says, no. He said, uh, the only thing was that he wasn't coming back to Tampa. Uh, but uh, it's a question of, you know, if he goes anywhere else, his kids are in uh, Miami or Tampa area. And so that may be it. And then, then, my, then Miami brought out, made a statement earlier, maybe late last week, Miami has no interest in pursuing Tom Brady. Maybe that was the ending right there. Maybe he wanted to go to Miami, but they, they, we're not, not pursuing him. Gerald? Does anybody know what t- Tom Brady's compensation will be as a commentator? I can't recall. I think Fox, he will be a million dollars. That was a lot of money. Too much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. 375. Yeah. And we don't know if don't he can worry about his, his finances. What's that? He does a podcast. So he does. Oh, okay. We don't know how good he's going to be. He does a podcast. So at least he's had some media right. exposure. But okay. who knows? All right. Yeah. But Marco, just one other yeah, thing. Yeah, You know, you do have to re- respect him in some ways that he was never the highest paid quarterback in the league. He always thought of team first, yeah. you know, like yeah. just to put players around him to make him better. Absolutely. So, look, yeah. I'm not a big Tom Brady fan, but that's one thing I, I respect about him. Yeah. One, one we can't say if anybody is going to ever break his records. I mean, <clears throat> he played, what, 23 years. Whoever hears of a quarterback playing 20, I think I heard once, I think, right? Mm-hmm. One year yeah. he got hurt. Yeah. Does anyone know when Gronkowski is coming out of retirement? <laughs> yeah. One, one yeah, guy's right? probably very upset about this is the, the coach of the Raiders because I think he may have been counting on Brady coming there. Okay. He was going to continue. Well, like I say, wait till the Super Bowl plays. A couple weeks later, he may say, eh, come back one more year. Yeah. And they also can... say that Mahomes is the greatest quarterback I've ever seen, not Brady. Well, you got you to gotta give uh, Mahomes. Yeah, I'm saying. Uh, 15, 16 more years. Yeah, right, right. It's like day. early to say anything. Right. You know, yeah. Mahomes runs. Brady never ran. Right, yeah. Protect right. his yeah. legs. Different kind of quarterback. Yeah. yeah. Let's go on to those championship games. Uh, Roger wants to say one more thing. Roger. I'm just saying, not bad for a sixth round draft pick, huh? That's right. <laughs> Lightning in the bottle, right? I think what's the guy in the Jets? Mo Lewis for decapitating, uh, who is it? Uh, Drew Bledsoe. <laughs> right. Predecessor. Steven wants to say something. Steven. About the, about one of those two games. Uh I don't think it's the first time it's happened. Seems like this this uh team gets to the Super Bowl is determined more by the by the officiating than by how they play. You know? Uh what game I thought I thought that, that the last quarter the, the some of those at least two two, two calls are very questionable. You're talking uh, about these well, the Chiefs the one, and the uh, one play game. The Cincinnati quarterback was tackled after he's looking at the referees and so what do I got to do? What does the guy have to do to me to get a penalty? And they didn't call it. And then and then with eight seconds to go, and then again that game should have gone overtime. Uh, that flag oh, seemed to be thrown from quite a yeah. long distance. That, that was definitely a penalty. It was a definitely a penalty. He was out and he got hit. 
That was definitely yeah, no late. There was no doubt that was Yeah, but you know yeah. what? Mahomes enhanced it by flopping like a fish okay. on the sideline. Okay. But okay. still, but he was clearly yeah, out of bounds. Clearly yeah, yeah, out yeah. of bounds. Yeah, yeah. Clearly. Clearly. Yeah, there, uh, Michael. Mark, this was one of my all-time greatest pet peeves. I cannot stand, and I bet everybody on your podcast, our podcast, would agree with me. It's disgusting that a football game that's so well played, it was a great game, ends on a referee's penalty decision. And Except you could also <laughs> take a, a football game where a team has the ball on the 40-yard line with, say, five seconds left. The quarterback could always throw a high arcing pass to a Plasco Boros or one of those type of players and know that the defender has a good chance of committing a uh, pass interference. We'll, we'll and then, then uh, the game is decided. In this case, in this case, uh, the game was decided on a referee's call. And I was thinking about it. It shouldn't happen. And I was thinking of what could they do. And what I, what I was thinking, I don't, I don't know if you guys would agree with me. When a game is on the line and a penalty is called, I would like to see the guy who commits the penalty gets ejected and they replay the entire play with five seconds left because the way it ended you're enjoying the game for three hours and that's how it ended you know it's almost like uh when when uh when Gita hit that home run in 96 and they didn't do it over i mean there are times when when we all play ball in the streets there's always a time when there's a do-over if you can't decide on a play this play should not have caused the game to end and it really disturbed me and something should be done that's my opinion well, where he got hit, how far away were they? It wouldn't it be field goal territory. They were. It would have been a long field goal. Mark. They needed the it penalty like to get would've... closer, right? Yeah. yeah he could have hit, 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 hit the 42 yard line, moving up to the 27. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I bet yeah, you've seen similar plays. I bet you've seen similar plays where a guy got hit out of bounds and the referee does not blow the whistle. Well, that's you wrong, too. Well, but I mean, it, it was obviously a penalty. Obviously. Ron. Ron, I, I just wish that those NFL refs were doing the uh, Lakers-Celtic game the other night. Oh, oh yeah. Man. Play that game. Right. It, it would have it been a different story at the end. Got yeah. 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 Case point. in point. There you go. Well, uh, I'm happy the Chiefs uh, won the game. Even though the Bengals are a really good team. That's, he's, yes. both, both these quarterbacks have some future down the line. How many times they'll be, be playing against each other and they'll be televised. We'll see these games again. Uh, yeah. Chris went to the arrow, went to um, Mahomes this time, this time. Joe? One and, one and a half points odds, I think. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I think the Eagles are one and a half point favorites. I think two, no? Yeah. Two? I agree. No, I agree. I agree with Fred. It was not only a, it was not only an obvious penalty it was on a quarterback, and it wasn't just any quarterback. It was it was Mahomes. There were there were reports after that game. They said, you know, this thing with the quarterback, the quarterback, this the quarterback that gotta protect them. They're the game. The quarterback is they're gonna start having like flags. Like they're gonna be playing Sunday in that um the Pro Bowl game, they're playing flag football. Flag football. You're gonna start that, seeing that on quarterbacks. But but that would have been a penalty if it was a running back. Yes. Yeah. You wouldn't do that to anybody sure. when you're out of bounds. Right. I mean, I, I agree sometimes the the, the hits right. that you know 
against the quarterback when he's going back to pass some of those late, you know, late hits. Yeah. Once they pass the scrimmage and they're running, yeah. I mean, if you remember remember the first Jet Patriot game, that's that play turned turned that game around. When I think it was Franco, what's the guy's name? Franco uh, Myers hit hit Brady, not Brady, uh, Jones, and he threw an interception. The Jets returned for a touchdown, but he got got called back because it was. I mean, it's like you can't hit the quarterback at all. So mm-hmm. there's that extreme too. Mark, can I just make? Yeah. There was one. one hit him in the back. There was yeah. one other instance in the game. Do you guys remember when Burroughs was called for intentionally grounding? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. They showed a replay. Mahomes did the exact same thing. The ball never reached the line of scrimmage. He was in the pocket, and they didn't call it. So and they both were in the pocket. Yes. Same. If you put the play side by side, they would have been the same play. Mm. So, so you think it's fixed? The, well, I don't think it's fixed, but I just don't. <laughs> the, the refing is so horrible. Got to hire better refs. That's the bottom line. Yeah. No, it's a shame. You can't. The refs never win. The refs never win. Uh, the other game, Howie. Mm. You oh. were you totally upset when you saw Purdy go down? Oh man. Yeah, I knew it was over. Uh, once it became 21-7, turned it off, took a shower, mm. <laughs> and uh, looked forward to the other game, literally. Yeah. I mean, yeah. No it, way was coming back. it was a microcosm of their, of their season, losing quarterbacks. And uh, what apparently the NFL is going to review the rules about having uh, yeah. three quarterbacks on the roster they, during the they playoffs. They used to have it until, until tw- 2011, then they cut that out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so they could increase the roster by one and have that third quarterback on every team. Yeah, like case. MLB does, right? Don't they have like it's twenty five now to twenty eight? I forget, yeah. Yeah. but they they've changed those rules. So yeah. Yeah. Well, that was COVID. Howie? That, was, that started as COVID, not injury. Howie, yeah. Yeah. Howie, who would have, who would have been the third quarterback if they had been allowed to have one? They don't have one. They, they must have somebody. They didn't have they didn't. one. Okay. Uh, they they had, put Josh Johnson up. They, they they were saying they were going to bring in uh, Jusek, the uh, fullback, yeah. quarterback. Or, or, or McCaffrey. Like McCaffrey. McCaffrey. McCaffrey to the wild, the wild but, but the thing is, if, if you knew you were going to have a third quarterback in advance and you didn't, you could sign somebody off somebody's practice squad. You, yeah. know, you know, if you knew you could have a third and you didn't have. They didn't have anybody. That's right. I mean, they, they could have signed someone. Yeah. Unless they, they must have had someone sitting on the practice squad. Probably. He wasn't activated. They might not have because they because they signed Josh Johnson off another team's practice squad. But sometimes yeah. they, repla- they, they replace him and you know, he was previously on the Niners, Josh yeah. Johnson. Yeah, so. we don't know. This year they signed him from Denver's practice squad. So I want to move on to uh, what happened after the Eagles won that game. The controversy uh, in New York with the Empire uh, State Building. Uh, yeah, putting yeah. The uh, colors of the Eagles. The I understand they also put the colors of the Chiefs. Correct. Yes. But everyone's talking about the colors of the um, uh, the Giants. Giants. <laughs> oh, opponent. yeah. Opponents. So what's your opinion on this, guys? Let the, New York, let the New York teams win, and then, then they can deserve to have the lights up. 
<laughs> a lot of people say it doesn't bother me. It doesn't bother me either. But you think it's, there must be money involved. This <laughs> someone's getting paid something. And how do they do that? Does anyone know how they how do they do those colors? I don't know. Physically, how do they do them? How physically? How do they do oh, colors? <laughs> Changing the colors all the time. Well, in San Francisco, uh, when the Niners win or in the playoffs, City Hall has the red and gold mm. colors. It looks pretty nice. Yeah, but they don't change it to a different color every night, do they? No. Otherwise, Your state building changes all the time yeah. with different colors. Uh, like, like holidays ethnic groups or winning teams yeah. or this or that. I don't know how they do it. All right. I heard that they didn't change the colors when Mother Teresa died, and that caused a controversy. It did. Well, <laughs> <laughs> okay, I thought you guys would be I'm just saying humor to the podcast. Okay. So so again, they're talking about this. The the Kelsey brothers are against each other. That should be cool. Um yeah. and 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 Reed, Andy Reed, his former yeah. team. Uh he's the yeah. I think he's this the winningest coach in, in in Eagle history, and he's like the second winningest coach in Chiefs in history, but he'll pass. Who's their winning as coach? Stram. 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 Or, or uh, Marty. Marty Schottenheimer. Schottenheimer. I don't know, but he's, he's, might be, uh, he's right there. Uh, it's the first time a Philadelphia team is playing a Kansas City team in a championship since the 1980 World Series. Right, right. The Phillies and the... Uh, the Phillies right, over the Royals right, in 1980. That's right. And the Phillies won that. And, and I wonder how out. many of you are going to watch the Pro Bowl Sunday. Nobody. Who's going to turn in? Who's going to turn on this? Uh, they're going to be playing dodgeball. I heard there's going to be a dodgeball competition, a skills competition, which they say is pretty good, and the flag football game, which would be <laughs> like watching the uh, the network stars against each other, whatever. Yeah. Whatever. They're going to they're going to announce the Hall of Fame nominees either this week or next week. I want to know who you think's going to make it. I think they pick six or seven. Hope Joe Klecko makes it. Uh, here's the list that they have. Uh, and just want to jot down who you think: Jared Allen, defensive end; mm. Willie Anderson, offensive tackle; Rondé Bark Barber, cornerback; yeah, Tampa Bay; Dwight Feeney. Defensive end, mm. Evan Hester, kickoff return, oh. punt return, receiver, Tory Holt, receiver, oh, Andre yeah. Johnson, receiver, Albert Lewis, cornerback, Darrell Rivas, he should get in. Joe Thomas, offensive tackle, Zach Thomas, linebacker, Demarcus Ware, linebacker, Patrick mm. Willis, linebacker, Darren Wood, safety, and Reggie Wayne. Receives. Yeah. Who do you think is going to get in from that list? Besides well, Revis. Revis for sure. He's the best of everybody. Revis for sure. You think, I think maybe, Hester? Yeah, I think maybe Hester because he was, I mean, this will be a big test. Uh, uh, like a, such a specialty player. It's kind of like uh, with baseball and the relief pitchers. Mm. But uh, they don't put in two people. They're can, definitely going to put Six or seven or eight different guys in from that list. 
Interesting. I mean, Tory Holt's been on the list for a while. I can't see him being a Hall of Fame, Tory Holt. Rondé Barber? Mm-hmm. He was a shutdown yeah, quarterback, so. you know? Good. They played on a lousy team. A lot of interceptions, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 And, and the, the interior lineman, I couldn't talk about it. Joe Thomas, they say he's super. I, I don't know two things about him. Willie Anderson. Played for the Cleveland Browns. Never had a winning season. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Andre Johnson. Played for losing teams. He's not there. All right, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, DeMarcus Ware, linebacker. Was he a cowboy? Yeah. 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 yeah I think he'll make it. Yeah, I think so. so. The Broncos hired Sean Payton. You think they gave up too much? Yeah. First round pick, 23. Second round pick, 24. They had anything left after they got uh, Wilson? <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. He's 59 years old, got a 152-89 uh, career record with the Saints, one Super Bowl in 09 against the Colts. Howie, they, they got their draft choice from Miami when they traded Bradley Chubb to them. Uh-huh. Which was originally Seattle's pick, so they something like that, too. Yeah, I think he wanted to go elsewhere, but he wasn't hired elsewhere. Carolina picked picked the white guy over the black guy. What do you think about that? I think it's a disgrace that they didn't hire the. I said that a couple weeks ago. The the interim coach, who was six and six, did a great job. Had him on the verge of the playoffs. It's a terrible thing that they did. They should. Agreed. Right, right. And the enemy still sits. The yeah. enemy's moving Carolina. And how about the Texans hiring uh, your 49ers defensive coordinator, DeMarco Ryans? Yeah. Can you talk a little bit about him? Do you know anything about him? He's good. I mean, he inherited from the, <laughs> you know, the defense from Salah and Next made year. it even better. Uh, we'll see how he does as a coach. You know, he's pretty young. Yeah. So let's see if it turns that team around. He played for the Texans, didn't he? Yeah, I think I he, know he played, but maybe I, yeah. I think he, I think he's a, I think his original team was the Texans. Yeah. Well, was he a defensive back? I think a linebacker. Looks like a little small boy. I shouldn't say boy, small guy. <laughs> Sorry, poo poo. And how about uh, Mike Lafleur, Lafleur, former Jets offensive coordinator? He's going to be offensive coordinator with the Rams. Maybe they think he's really good. I don't know. This year, Sean McVay, the head coach, was calling the plays. So, LaFleur goes to the Rams. Kellen Moore, offensive coordinator for the Cowboys, leaves, become head coach. uh, Offensive coordinator with the Chargers. Came out today that him and the head coach had different ideas about the offense, and that's why Kellen Moore left. Hmm. Okay. Odd. Yeah. And uh, how about the, the, the Colts still haven't made a decision about yeah. their head coach. Jeff Saturday is still the coach, but we all thought that was a gimmick, right? I thought I heard that the owner wants him, but the the fan base or the board directors or something thinks he's nuts. Oh, yeah. uh, so who knows? <laughs> There was stories that Wink uh, Martindale, the Giants defensive right. corps, and they would move over to the, uh, to the Colts. Yeah. Then another story came out. 
Okay, again, Giants fans. Daniel mm-hmm. Daniel Jones, Saquon Barkley. Mm-hmm. You're going to pay Jones and not pay Barkley? Barkley, yeah. a running back? Yep. And I think that's what they're thinking. You think that's the, uh, the way to go? Look, running backs, no matter how great, you know, Barkley is a great running back, but he's, one, he's been injured. Two, you don't usually draft running backs in the early rounds. You can find a great running back later on. Yeah. I, I think that that's, an, they can't pay. It's, 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 uh, they're going to have other, other financial deals they have to make. So if they can find someone who can, you know, a, a, a good solid running back, um, I think that may be the way to go. I, I would think I, I it wouldn't bother me if that happened. It wouldn't bother, I like it wouldn't Barkley, bother a lot of people. They, um, they, might, they might put the franchise tag on Barkley, which would be yeah. like ten million, I think. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. that's true. Or I heard, I that, heard that if they give him a big contract and just divide it a certain way, that he gets um, what they call front loaded, what a back loaded. What, what's the term? Back loading it. Whatever. Um, they would they would do it so it wouldn't be such a big salary cap for the, yeah. for the forthcoming season. Yeah, could, yeah. Could, then it would work. That would work. Could, could somebody bid on Jones and and try and uh, bid higher than what the Giants are offering and take him away? Or, I haven't heard anything yet. I haven't heard anything yeah. yet. Yeah. 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 Um, if they don't put the franchise tag on him, yeah, right. Yeah. So uh, it could be a jet. Some I heard in the radio today. You take Daniel Jones, you put him on the Chiefs. You take um, what's his name? Mahomes. Mahomes, and put him on the Giants. What's your result? This year, does Jones lead the Chiefs where they are? Does Mahomes get maybe a victory? He's he's not Mahomes. Mahomes Uh, is Mahomes is 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 legendary already. Right. But I had another one I heard today. I don't know if this is true. I heard that the Eagles, I, I heard this on the radio, that the Eagles were actually eager to move up in, in the draft to be able to um, uh, get ahead of the Jets to draft Zach Wilson. I don't know if that was yeah. verified, but, um, you know, Hurts was, was... To do what with Zach Wilson? To, to, to draft Zach Wilson. Remember, oh. they, need, they needed a quarterback at that time. And 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 yeah. oh, at that time, I got you. Jalen Hurts was not was not the, the love of their lives at first. You know, he's yeah. so that's why you never know with quarterbacks. They were no. surprised. People were surprised they drafted him. I think in his what the second round. Mm. I think was, yeah, I think so. I'm pretty good in three years. Yeah. So yeah. can you imagine if the Eagles got had had Zach Wilson as quarterback? Who knows what would have been with the Jets. You want Aaron Rodgers on the Jets? You Jets yes. fans? No. Nope. He doesn't thrill me anymore. Yeah. I mean, you looked in some of these crappy games. He can't wear number 12. Isn't that Joe Willie's number? Right. He, he, he accepted. He, Namath already has said he would consent. Oh, to, is that uh, right? I didn't hear that. Is that what he said? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's the first thing no. I thought about. He can't. I, I, I said last week I love Aaron Rodgers, but I think at age 40, I I wouldn't yeah. do it. I wouldn't certainly wouldn't give up those major draft picks for him. He so. stays with the Packers. He could. Uh, I really do. If he's going to play, I think he really stays with the Packers because that team he was clicking at by the end of the year with those young receivers. Uh, I really think so. You I don't, may be I don't right. See you may be right. Else. How, uh, do, how I can't see him going like to the Raiders. You know. How would the 49ers have any interest with the two quarterbacks being coming back from major injuries? That's 
part of my uh, ah. spiel. Oh. Okay. I get but to it. The, the, the Packers right. won't trade them to the NFC. Yeah. They're not going to do that. Yeah, yeah, that's true. They said. Are they really going to take a chance for Jordan Love? I mean, he's what he's doing like eight passes in a couple. Of, who knows? But you, you, you don't know, Michael, because didn't didn't Rogers sit for three years it's behind three Park? years? But Rogers came out. I think think he came out. He was he was he was somewhat highly touted. I don't know. Could be. Yeah. Could be. We haven't seen enough of Love to even have an inkling, right, you know, of his yeah. potential. All right. Well, you remember everybody everybody was surprised that Rogers even in the draft lasted to what the twenty something yeah. pick. Yeah, uh, we were we were pissed off here because he came right, out of Cal and they said Alex Smith, what? Yeah. And yeah. Uh the Georgia quarterback, Stetson Bennett, yeah. who led them to the championship, uh, was arrested the other day <laughs> for public intoxication. Banging on doors in Dallas. Kids. <laughs> I don't know what he was doing. We forget that these guys are like in, the, you know, they're, they're children. I mean, we have kids older than them. He's, who are he's, still, he's they're adults, but they're children. He's not a 22-year-old senior. He's, Benefit, he's, he's, he's older. He's older? He's like, oh, then forget it. Yeah, he's like 25, Mike. All right, then. then yeah. He's like a seventh. He's like a seventh year senior. Right, then yeah. I, I didn't know that because I haven't really followed this. Year, so yeah. I retract my, my statement. Okay. Uh, did I did I forget to go to Michael, your your story and how your story? Did I pass you over? I did yeah, I apologize. Got, you get, yeah. usually you so I don't mind going back me. and hearing a little bit of Michael and, and Howie's stories. You prepare. Uh, I apologize. And Fred on your Knicks, I'm sorry. Actually, I want so, to talk about something besides the Knicks. All right, so oh my God, why don't you tell us? Let's we can backtrack. We can backtrack. There's no rules here. You want to give us a little Yankees and uh, Jets? Well, the Yankees. Uh, I see that Chad Green is gone, and uh, the thing about Chad Green in the clutch, he was never. He, he was great when he was great, but in the clutch, he always threw those terrible pitches. You know, it's like the guy in the Mets who was pitching so well. Now he's a great reliever, but uh, he always threw that stupid gopher ball. And that was always Chad Green. So uh, let him go. And uh, they signed Glaber, and he still might go. So we shall see yeah. about Glaber. And uh, what, what can I say? Um, I, I do see in left field, they, I had an article, I saw an article today about Profar maybe uh, being considered. That was just a suggestion. But uh, it looks like it's going to be uh, right now Hicks and Cabrera, and that's not too, too great. But the Yankees look like they have a nice, uh, uh, you know, a nice rotation, and I love their relievers. If uh, if Holmes is as good as he always was, uh, we're in good shape with Holmes, and that's about it. As far as the Jets are concerned, they are in tough shape, and I said this in the past. They are uh, one of the worst teams. When it comes to decision making, and I don't see them making any great decisions right now because they are in a mess. And I also think that one of these days, uh, Zach Wilson is going to be good. And I don't think the Jets could figure out how to make him good. But as soon as he goes elsewhere, they'll figure out how to make him good. And that's going to happen happen with the Jets. And uh, I don't have much more this time. I, I, I wrote an essay actually. Uh, but I'm not going to do the essay today because it will take too much time of what I think about other the, the fact that some teams uh, have great decision makers. And I also feel that uh, 
if you really believe in your coaches and, and the people who direct you, and if you have talent, you'll be good. And the Jets just did not have that this year, and uh, it showed in the way they played. And maybe next week I'll discuss my essay, but uh, that's about all I have. I see the Yankees with the same team as last year. Yeah. Yeah. I, I wish I saw more about what they're doing, what, what uh, Donaldson is doing to approve of what he did last year and, and Hicks. How, you know, I would like to have seen them in the, in the Puerto Rican League or something like that, working on their, uh, their game. I see nothing and I don't see anything progress, any progress with the left field uh, position. And maybe uh, Cashman has something up his sleeve. Yeah, I, I think he does. I think he does. And Gerald? Mike, why don't you comment on the possibility of Steve Cohen buying the Jets? Oh, you want me to talk about that? Information like that. Uh, I, was, I wasn't going to show off and say uh, much about that. But I actually had a meeting with Steve Cohen on Sunday, believe it or not. He invited uh, us civic leaders, and uh, I was invited to uh, speak with him. And basically, it was about uh, the redevelopment the redevelopment of, of the area surrounding City Field, uh, the oh, yeah, waterway, the, street, yeah. uh, the possibility of putting casinos in there, um, a lot of other things that with uh, what they're doing with the junkyards and housing. Shop, and shop, yeah, yeah. We went over all the possibilities of what may, what may be going on. So I said to him, Steve, one of the things that would be so great that you could do for Queens is bringing the Jets back. That would be a wonderful thing, and uh, it would be an incredible feather in your cap for the entire city field area. You'd make so many people happy, so many fans happy. It would be unbelievable. And you know what he said? He said, I hate football. I do not care <laughs> one bit about that. That's and it. That's it. Forget about never, that. Never going to consider that. Try. So as far as the Jets coming back to that whole city field oh, area, forget yeah, about yeah. it. But maybe, uh, it would be cool. Maybe, maybe we can get him to buy the Knicks. <laughs> that would be nice. <laughs> they fed us. They gave us all kinds of goodies. It was quite an experience up on the fourth floor at, uh, at City Field. And uh, it was nice. I took pictures. and I, It was on Facebook okay. and things like that. Very Michael nice. And uh, Steve Cohn. That was pretty cool. There we go. Let's move on to Howie. Howie, okay. uh, your West Coast report. All right. Well, yesterday, uh, Carl Shannon had a... a news conference a conference and he said he does bluntly stated he doesn't see any scenario that jimmy garoppolo returns to the bay area next year mm-hmm. basically uh there it's uh purdy is going to have the operation uh hopefully it's a repair and not a replace if it's a replace mm-hmm. he's gone for the season a yeah. repair means the six months thing and it goes into training camp so right now uh trey lance is the one a quarterback the way they put it uh but as far as he may go there was an article written by a local writer who mentioned that the teams uh tampa bay is one of them uh the raiders is another of course, his uh, his relationship with the coach there when uh, he was in New England. The Jets were actually mentioned uh, if if they get rid of Wilson. Uh, Houston Texans with D'Amico Ryan, now the main guy, the coach, that's a possibility. 
and also, well, they mentioned the Panthers, the Saints, and the Commanders. Uh, none of them have legitimate ties with Garoppolo or possess a young quarterback, but uh, they they could, you know, draft the quarterback and use Garoppolo as a, a bridge. So uh, that's the possibilities. I, I don't know. I, I think the best site for, uh, well, the best two for me, it looks like for Garoppolo would be the Tampa or the Raiders, actually. Uh, probably, probably the Raiders would be a good, good spot. But uh, other than that, the Giants uh, had the, the uh, president of the Giants had a conference. And basically, I'm not going to go through it all, everything, but they're going to have a lot of, they're looking back at 2021 when they platooned a lot. And they were, they're going to do that too with their players. But they did mention the pitching staff. They have as many as now seven starters, and that's not counting this guy, Kyle Harrison, who's the number one pitching prospect in baseball. He's in trip, he's going to start the season triple A. They actually said they may go with either a six man rotation or do this what do they call it? Uh, uh, like a tandem, I think they call it a tandem thing. Like committee? You know, one pitcher starts the game, and then they bring in another star. Opener. They call it an opener. 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 Yeah. But they can go so far. Else. They, I can't do they that tandem. They use the word tandem. So many innings. But that's, I, I, think they, I think they mean like one guy would pitch five innings, another guy maybe four, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. And they feel that even though the, uh, the pitching staff is weighted – to so many starters and little relievers, they feel that they can do that. So it'll be interesting to see. So okay. that's it. Okay. Thank you on that. Go ahead. Can I ask Kyle a question? Go ahead. Trey yeah. uh, Lance, I, I haven't seen much of him. I, I'm not familiar <clears throat> with him. Does he have the potential of being a franchise quarterback? How good is he? No. I don't know. I mean, no, one, I like, one year in college, uh, yeah, I mean, where did right he go? Now, what, what college did he go to? Anyone know where school he went? I, to? I think North Dakota North, or South Dakota. What are those? They're always winning. Something well, South Dakota. I mean, yeah, I no idea. I mean, maybe he could be the next Colin Kaepernick. Maybe, uh, but uh, I don't know. But right now they got Purdy, but depends on you know what comes out of the surgery. How long it takes? Mm, yeah. Okay. All right, uh, Fred, do you have some information for us on Knicks yeah, and Nets? Before, before we talk about the Knicks, I want to talk briefly about a great story in college basketball in New York City that nobody knows about. Up in the Bronx, Fordham Rams, 18-4. and four, One game out of first place in the Atlantic 10. Tuesday night, they played a great game against the first place team, St. Louis University, beat them by 10. As you might know, Fordham has not had a, any great years since 1971. When they yeah, Lewis, and Dennis, yeah. uh, and, right, and Charles, uh, Kenny Charles. But this year, the, I mean, I mean, they still got two months, month and a half left in the season, but they're playing very well. The, the Renaissance started a little bit last year when they were a little bit over 500, but the <clears> coach <throat> left to become the coach of Villanova. He had been 
Jay Wright's the assistant at, at Villanova prior to that. When Jay Wright left, he was that natural fit for them. They Instead of going outside the program, they hired an assistant coach. His name, his name is Hugo. He's very good. And they're, and they're doing very well, 18 and four. Unlike the, unlike the team, our local team in the in Queens, which definitely needs a new coach. Mm. I mean, they, they're, they barely beat Georgetown Sunday. Got very lucky. Last night, got blown off their home court in the second half by Seton Hall. Every year, the expectations are high. And they're bottoming out right now. I think they're in tenth place in the Big East, and they need they need something new. As far as the Knicks, yeah. Nick, Knicks are treading water. Mm. Last week they had two really great wins. They beat the Cavs at home, and they beat the Celtics in a thrilling overtime game. Then they come back to New York, lose to the Nets and Lakers. So yeah. they're in seventh place, two games behind the Heat, who they play tonight. And a little bit of an anomaly on the schedule. They they haven't played the Heat yet, so mm. on their last thirty games of the season, they have four games left against Miami Heat. Nice. So that there's no shooting. You know, it looks to me. I think they're going to wind up in the in the playing tournament, which is where they should be. They're just yeah. not. Which is where yeah, they should they're be. they're right. a superstar. You know, they're they're missing. I mean, they've yeah. got good players, but they're not. They're not great, and they're not going to beat the teams ahead of them. It's yeah. just that they're not—they're uh, a good team, yeah. but not a great one. Yeah, their good players would be good as complementary player to somebody who can close out games or can be a superstar. That's right. For Barrett, Brunson—they're they're very good, but they're not. Frazier, Willis Reed. They're not Frazier, Willis, or Luka oh, Doncic no. of Dallas. They're not guys like that. They need—they need that one, one guy. Next week, Mark, if we can, I, I mean, I don't know, we, we can maybe devote some time because next Thursday happens to be the NBA trading deadline. So there might be some a lot of news coming out that, that same day. So maybe we can devote some time to discussing that. And you think we're trading that, Barrett? I don't know. Yeah. I, I don't know. Let me have him sit down at the end of that game last week. I don't, think they, I don't think they will because it's going to – I don't think well, they're going to get overwhelmed by any offer. I mean, they said they'd be willing to trade, you know, multiple first-round picks supposedly for the right player. Who's going? Who's going to take that contract? That contract is ridiculous for Barrett. Right, that's right. That too. Yeah, they yeah. have like a, they have like eleven first-round picks going to twenty thirty. So you you think about that. <clears> you, <throat> you think about that. They got first-round picks of of years that of guys who are eleven years old now. We don't. Hmm. Who knows? Did it bother you? That the Lakers sat out, Kate, uh, what's his name, Davis, and and LeBron, they mm. be well rested. They and, did that. Uh, well, it bothers me because the NBA is is too much of that. And to me, the obvious reason why they did that was because the NBA must have came down again and said, if you're going to sit them out Tuesday night, we got the Nick game was on national TV, on TNT. But this, the NBA has to do something about this. I mean. I mean, I don't know if these guys will legitimately hurt. I mean, James one time said his ankle, then his foot. I, I, I don't, I don't know. They can say what they, they, they did. Look how, perfect how when they played the other night. Yeah. You, you, they look healthy. I, you can't look, legislate it. You can't. But you can, no. Come, no. can't. Coming from a Laker fan, I think it's ridiculous they said that against the Knicks. That's a game they just gave yes, away. Nets, now, Nets. what happens at the end of the season? The Lakers are a half game out of the whatever playoffs. Sure. I, I mean, it could be. 
I'm going to point right back to that game where right. even if one of them played, right. they possibly could have won. You know, right. let's face it. Someone, is, well, you know what? It's it's he's saving himself to score to to uh, break Kareem's record, record at, home. at home. It won't be at home. He's got two more games. In two he's games, gonna, he breaks the record. They're both away games. He's going to no. sit. Don't you? They're playing. Uh, who are they playing? They're playing the Paces tonight. Then the Thunder. They're planning that he want, He's going to break the record next Thursday. I think on TNT against the Bucks. Right, That's, absolutely right. Yeah. Because if you, I mean, you look at the final score. They lost by seventeen, but they came back in the right. third exactly. quarter and were in the lead. I think in the third quarter and and the beginning of the fourth quarter. Exactly. So, that, that, that game was a winnable game for them. So how do you demand? How do you demand from a team to and unless it's like the last game of the yeah. year or the last two games where know. it really matters what's happening? I, I, you know, yeah, they might not I mean, be legitimate, but you know, one is older, one gets injured a lot, and even if yeah. even if it's not legitimate, I don't know how you demand from a team you have to play this guy tonight. It can say so and so was injured, not feeling well. Yeah. How do you how do you prove otherwise? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Back back in the 80s, uh when the Lakers were going for I think three in a row, uh the Lakers wanted to rest Byron Scott or someone a few games before to whatever. And David Stern stepped in and said, no you're not. For no, you, you can't rest them basically for no reason at all. But, you know, but, but, but maybe what happened, but maybe what happened a couple of weeks ago, I think Golden State didn't play five guys. <laughs> and maybe you could say if you can't rest five of your, you know, key plays, maybe you can rest two or three. Yeah, that was excessive. Five it's, in the same it's actually happening tonight. They're playing Denver. And they're Is resting. Uh, mm. Curry supposedly has a Curry. Uh, Draymond's not playing. Uh, Clay's not playing. Uh, so uh, yeah, but but they, you it's know, like a it, it's like almost they're conceding the game. Yes. And Golden State is, you know, is. Not I don't. Is, I don't think he's a shoe in for the playoffs. Just looking at I think oh, a seven. No. Right. right. Yes, they're, they're in the play. But it's right. very close. Look what happened yesterday with the Celtics and the Nets. Yeah. Right. They uh I think Kyrie and, and uh Durant and uh and, and Simmons didn't even travel to the game. No, no, Kyrie, no Kyrie, Kyrie played. played. Irving played, he played, Irving played. He played 31 minutes. Yeah. But 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 Simmons is legitimately hurt. Durant <laughs> is obviously legitimately hurt, and so and so is the other guy. Um uh, Warren. He so you sit in the bench. You sit in the bench. You yell and scream. That they knew they was going to give up. That they weren't going to give up. That they're going to give up that game. Did this all goes back to who started it all? Greg Popovich. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Kawhi yeah. Leonard. Yeah. Resting him. That's you blame exactly. him. Who I I can't stand him. I can't stand Popovich. <laughs> they had a, they had a story <laughs> that um, that a family. Bought tickets to go see LeBron play at um, the Barclays the net game, and uh, well, I want to see I want to see LeBron. I want to see LeBron. They bought. I think he paid three thousand dollars for his seats, mm. and he sits him out. Someone suggested that if you're going to sit these guys out, let it be a home game mm. because you. Mm. 
Home yeah. games, you have 40-some-odd home games. If you miss them one game, you can see them another home game. But what this yeah. is only visit to the to the East Coast this year, right? They don't care. They don't care. See, yeah. see it's more, more pronounced than basketball. I mean, nobody really, you know, complains that if, you know, a star player necessarily, you know, sits out a, a Saturday afternoon game after a Friday night game in baseball, you know, because b- basketball is a player-driven league. Yeah, you know, right. you, you, and you know, it's it's tough. I mean, at least you know, you say that for the Knicks. The Knicks players do not want to sit out games. I mean, it, it's up to them. Like Brunson had to be forced to sit out a couple of games when mm-hmm. an injury. They, they want to play. You know, that you know, but yeah, but that, a lot of team, you know, that's what they have to say about the Knicks. That's one thing they play that's every right. day. Yeah, I agree. Right. They come to play, and you know, I mean, I mean so, yeah, there are legitimate injuries. Obviously, Durant has, has a legitimate injury, yeah. but so you know, he's eighty nine points short of the record. Do so you think he's right. going to be sitting out a couple more games? I you say know? he sits out against Oklahoma, the Thunder. Uh, eighty nine is three three games. He could reach eighty nine points. You know what's interesting? I read somewhere, and I don't remember the circumstances, but LeBron James has absolutely no relationship at all with Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Right. There was some kind of an incident. I don't know. Really? I forget. I was in the paper yesterday, and I I just don't recall, but they... Right. You sort of same thing. You remember what the, you know, what the reasoning was? I don't know what it was, but I read it, too. Yeah. Yeah. Right, right. Um, Let's move on. Because uh, some more people who wanted to say a couple. Danny, you want to say one thing? I I just personally think the way the these NBA players are doing things is really disgusting. It's an insult to themselves, to the game, to the paying audience. As you said, right. family right. paid three thousand dollars because they wanted to see a certain player, yeah. and he decides for whatever reason to sit out. Well, guess what? If you have if if you have a legitimate reason to sit out a game, then your pay should be ducked. Also, you may be a multimillionaire. Have some respect to the paying audience. Bottom line. But- it's the coach's decision opinion. in a lot of these teams. It's, it's not the coach's decision. The coach, the, the coach makes a lot less money than the players do. Right. I'm sorry. It's not the coach's decision. All right. You know, look, look, look what happened. Like, you know, uh, you and, know, in baseball, they play out the season. Regardless. It's a long season. <laughs> so? Yeah. Yeah. Doesn't matter. Yeah. But to play it out. So have some, have some respect to a paying audience. That's what really annoys Roger, me. Roger, you want to come in there? Yeah, just quickly. I thought they eliminated a lot of these back-to-back games, so you should hopefully see less they, of this. But uh, They do have less, but they yeah. still have them. Yeah, they still finagle. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Let, let's move on. Let's move on. Fred, Mom, one more thing? Fred has yeah. some. This is something else. I don't know if you saw the New York Post today, but there was a very nice, good article about Howie Rose in there. I don't know if you have that. Oh Rose. my God! Do you have yeah. Do you have that, Mark? And what you talking I don't about? have that. Oh I don't have that. What is he got? You cancer? Yeah, he I, had I, a, a, a bladder cancer. I didn't have the bladder cancer. Yeah. cancer. Yeah. And it, and it, I had the uh, the operation. Okay, yeah, where they had, right. I had an enlarged prostate. Yeah. And yeah. I, feeling I, that's what it is. Everything that was involved there. He had blood in his. He discovered blood in his urine, and he realized that he had. A cancer of, of the bladder, and yeah. they did some kind of operation on him where they actually uh, gave him a prosthetics right. uh, to, uh, to uh, 
or replaced what he had. And then as, as trouble would continue, he ended up with a hernia. And when you have a hernia, it uh, makes your, uh, your prostate uh, sort of like swelled up again. And what happened with me is I ended up with uh, scar tissue on my bladder and they had to go back into me again. But I'll tell you, the pain down yonder is astronomically crazy. And uh, from experience, and if you have uh, cancer, it's even worse. And uh, I that article really hit me like crazy. This is what this was his issues the last couple of years. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's, exactly. that's why he's yeah. cut back on travel. Okay. You know, I think last year he did, he did travel to the right. West Coast. He a dog. What happened with him? All right, let's move on to baseball because I know uh, Stuart. I want to talk about a couple of uh, uh, signings. Right, well, yeah, like transactions. Week. So why don't you talk about this, the, the signings? Nothing major, but they're signings. What do you got? Okay, the, I'll mention first the two D, uh, players that uh, Michael just mentioned, Gleyber Torres and Chad Green. Gleyber Torres uh, is with the Yankees, signs for one year, $9.95 million. He had been with the Yanks for five years. And he avoid he's avoiding arbitration. Chad Green uh, signs with the Blue Jays for two years, eight and a half million. He had been with the Yanks for seven years, and he had Tommy John surgery. Michael Perez, catcher, uh, signs a minor league uh, contract with the Mets. Clint Frazier also signs a minor league contract with the Texas Rangers, and Danny Duffy. Left-handed pitcher signs a minor league contract with the Rangers. He previously played for the Royals, and he's been he had been uh, for eleven years, and he also played with the uh, no, okay, just the just the Royals uh, minor league, and then Ian Kennedy signed <laughs> a, um, a minor league contract. He has a long career. He played with the Yanks, the Diamondbacks, the Royals, the Phils. He had. He's been playing for 16 years already. Amazing. Wow. And then I Zach Greinke. Came up. <laughs> yeah. Zach yeah. Greinke signs with the Royals for one year, eight million dollars. He played previously for the Royals, Diamondbacks, and the <clears throat> Dodgers, among other teams. And then he, his total career, he's been in the majors for 19 years. Jeff McNeil signs a four-year, $50 million deal with the Mets. Uh, he had been playing with the Mets up until now, five years. Uh, so it'll be another four. Um, and he, uh, the, uh, the team, the, the Mets have a $2 million year, uh, buyout option in 2027 on him. <laughs> Josh Harrison, utility uh, fielder, signs with the Philadelphia Phillies for one year. $2 million. He played for the Pirates eight years and he played with the White Sox last year. Now on the trades, Matt Barnes traded to the Miami Marlins from the Red Sox for Richard Blyer. Matt Barnes is a relief right-handed pitcher and Blyer is a left-handed pitcher. The two retirements, Darren O'Day who spent seven years playing for the Orioles, three years for the Rangers, three years for the Braves. He's a, he had a 15 year career, he's 40 years old. 
Uh, he had played. Uh, he also played a couple of years, uh, like uh, stints, one year with the Mets and one year with the Yankees as well. <clears throat> and finally, the last retirement, Dexter Fowler, outfielder. He played four years for the Cardinals, five years for the Rockies, <coughs> years for the Cubs, and he was in the 2020, 2016 World Series against the Cleveland Indians. And that's it. Very good. Uh, Joe, you want to add to that? Yeah, well, I don't know if you heard about this, but uh, apparently the Mets, SNY, and, uh, had not come to any agreement with Hernandez yet. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I did see I saw that today, yes. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't know what's going to happen. And there. also, I didn't know this, that the SNY is still owned by the Wolfhound. Right, right. I was just going to say that. Exactly. Yeah, Interesting, right? Yeah. I didn't yeah. know that. That's right. I found out that Clint or Frazier is going by his middle name this year. Jackson. 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 Jackson, yeah. Jackson <laughs> Frazier is Clint Frazier. So you'll see a letter. Yeah, yeah, if you yeah. Google Clint Frazier, right. Jackson right. Frazier comes up. Refer to the name Jackson, Jackson instead of Clint. Who the heck knows what's going on? <laughs> uh, did you hear that? It um, was Mike Stan, right? That uh, Tampa Bay is they're going to build a new stadium. Yeah, oh, I know. A, a new stadium near the old Tropicana, Tropicana. field. Okay. Uh, it'll be ready for 2028. The old lease ends 2027. Then they'll say they'll demolish Tropicana field. So the Rays are getting a modern dome stadium. No, the trap is the worst. Yeah, no. Very dark in there. That one. <laughs> Gerald. The Rays, I believe, have had a lot of trouble in drawing fans. And there was a thought that they would have two home fields, one in Montreal and one in Tampa Bay. So why build a field for a team that can't draw? Maybe it'll be a nice stadium. They'll draw for a year. Baseball won't allow them to do that. I I got a friend, a lifelong friend that lives in um, Safety Harbor. And he's a Ray fan. He says the reason they don't draw, one of the reasons is the location of the ballpark. Yeah. Uh-huh. So it's not, not a pleasure to, to, to go there. Well, the the so, new stadium's going to be right next door, so it'll be the same stupid. thing. <laughs> the parking was terrible was by Tropicana Field, I remember. And getting there also is not fun. Yeah, but the That's field the with the catwalks, I mean, it was crazy. Catch the yeah. ball off the catwalks, I mean, it was ridiculous. Right, right. It wasn't meant for baseball. No. Um, uh, Ray Herbert, though. Remember Ray Herbert? Yes, yeah. righty pitcher. We were we, as kids. We watched. It was ninety three years old. Alzheimer's took him. Uh, uh, the White, White Sox, Sox and the Tigers, all star. Right. After retirement, the dude went on to throw batting practice for the Tigers for three decades. <laughs> wow. He didn't want to leave the game. <laughs> wow! But he's gone at ninety three. Ray Herbert. Then Chuck Carr died the other day. Does that name sound familiar? Remember, speedy outfielder for the Mets. Uh, he played for the Marlins. He was an original Marlin. This is early 90s. Chuck Carr, C-A-R-R, 55 years old, cancer. Wow. He also uh, played for the uh, the Brewers and the Astros. But you can get a nice baseball card in as, as a Met. And... Uh, uh, he was an original Marlin, but did not play in the very first game. <coughs> season, he played 142 games. Fast guy, stole 58 pet, uh, bases, fourth in rookie of the year. Um, 
But again, he left too soon. Then this guy named John Adams, not the president, died. <laughs> Anyone read that story? But John Adams, 71 years old, the longtime drummer. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Of the Cleveland yeah. baseball team. And he has, has a, uh, I had a picture here. Audience. I can't produce it. Sitting out in left field, the, the, the team gave him two seats for free. One wow. for him and one for his drum to play <laughs> at all the games. He started at age 21. He died at 71. <laughs> so that's the story on him. John Adams, not the president. <laughs> okay. What else do we have for you? Oh, maybe you heard this one. This would make good news if you're a WNBA play, uh, fan. Yeah. The Liberty, which is like They've never had a really, really fantastic run for the championship. This has to be the year. Uh, Brianna Stewart, seven seasons with the Seattle Storm, won two championships, MVP, uh, four years at UConn, four championships. She's coming, and she's free agent. She's coming to the Liberty. And she's going to take less money because another free agent, another superstar, a point guard, Courtney Vandersloot, and there's a beep beep for you, uh, is also wants to go to the Liberty. And they also picked up the 2021 MVP, John Quell Jones. So they have four superstars with their with their that pick, Sabrina Ionescu, who they had from 19, from 2020. So this is the year. This is Mark, the year. Mark, Mark, I, injuries. I actually followed the Liberty in the early years. The early years, they had a wonderful team. Lobo. Uh, we went. We were season ticket holders, so I went to a lot of Liberty games. But they, it's been a long drought period. Mm. Long I, drought I, is right. Mm. And Billy Packard died. Yeah. All yeah. those games we used to watch the college games, the tournaments with his analysis. He was straightforward. Mm -hmm. Never cracked a joke. If you if you ever like followed him religiously, yeah, he won an Emmy. Believe it or not, for his broadcasting, come thirty four Final Fours, eighty two years old, kidney failure. Billy Packer, uh, he played at Wake Forest, sixty two Final Four team. Final Four team, um, but but he was he worked for NBC and CBS with all those great announcers. But he's gone too soon too. Yeah. Not too soon, but you know, you hate to see a guy that we know so well. Anybody else have anything else? How about the hockey? Bobby Hull, uh, Bobby Hull passing. Yeah. Oh, really? I didn't hear something hockey, on him? Great hockey player, terrible person off the court. Yeah. I never yeah. heard he had a bad <laughs> reputation. My God. The, the less said, the better. I mean, first, first, first goal, first player to score 50 goals in a game in 1966, won one Stanley Cup. The Blackhawks 61 season, later played in WHA, won two championships there. This had a brother, Dennis, who played in the NHL, was a very son. good player. And his son, Brett, who was also a great player. And his off-the-ice uh, so probably left better unsaid. But he had a mean uh, shot. He had a mean, mean shot. I was going to say, Michael, the best yeah. shot from the point oh. I've ever seen. Yeah. 100 Scary. miles an hour. Yeah. 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 The golden yeah, jet, yeah. The picture yeah. of him with uh, the missing Stan, tooth. Him and Stan Makita were Makita were, yeah. were, were catalysts for a 1960s craze when players would they curve their curve their stick. 
to enhance their uh, their goal scoring. The Golden Shed, eighty four years shed. old, and he also shares and he shares the same birthday as me. Oh, oh that's Bobby Hogan, eighty three. My hockey stories: I'm going Monday, and I'm going to wear a Lundqvist jersey. My son, I think, is going with Messier, and my daughter is going to be Panarin. There you go. Okay. And for those who are are paying attention to uh, skiing. Mark, there was also a big other hockey story in New York. Uh, You want to tell us, Ben? Yeah, the Islanders made a blockbuster trade getting this goal player from Vancouver, Bo Hovat, who has already scored 31 goals this year. And they hope that his goal scoring will push them into the, into the, into the playoffs. They gave up uh, two players. Um, who was it? Anthony. Uh, Bavillier. Yeah. And, and there was another. Rat, 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 yeah. Yeah. So but there's both for both. Right. right. Both, both for both. Right. So, and, and a first round pick. That's and right. So that's right. a good so, for them. Good for them. The hockey training deadline, by the way, is March 3rd. NBA is next Thursday. Yeah. So American skier. Schifrin, yes. Schifrin. Schifrin. Broke Amazing. Yeah. She won yeah. her 83rd, 84th, and 85th skiing event. She passed Lindsay Vaughn. She's one behind Stenmark. all the time. Wow. Ingmar yeah. Stenmark. Stenmark, yep. Stenmark. Wow. Well, like men, men, women in winning tournaments. She the biggest problem, I mean, she's won two gold medals. The biggest problem in women, even in men, the the, the amount, they, they don't collect gold medals or medals the way the cross-country skiers do. But people, unfortunately, only watch a sport like skating or like skiing every four years in the Olympics. And unfortunately, she had a horrible, it was anomaly. So it's too bad because, you know, she's this wonderful, marvelous skier. But when the showcases, the Olympics, when people were watching, it was just the one down, uh, right. down, uh, down event for her. Mm. Right. If she rang your bell right now, would you recognize her? If she looked like what? If she looked like Lindsey Vaughn? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. That's all I have. Why don't we do some? Uh, we caught Novak Djokovic wins the uh, Australian Open. Okay, he wins his twenty-second Grand. Get vaccinated. Get vaccinated. They let them anyone. Who's got some questions for us as the time is uh, slowly approaching here? All right, let's go with Gerald, Michael, Fred, in that order. In 2010, Albert Pujols established a record for the most total home runs in the first 10 years of a career, of his career. Whose record did he break? 10 years. Jimmy Fox. No. How old? I'm this sorry. Is not, this is 1901. No, 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 no. No, <laughs> no it's not 1901 at it's all. Two, it's 2000s. It's a poor guess. He only played 10 years, so I'd say Ralph Kiner, but that's I'm sure no, 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 wrong. No, no. Uh, Ralph had a total of 369 home runs. Okay. Okay. Albert, Albert Bell. No. <laughs> 10 years. Oh, you're right. You said you, I didn't pay attention. For you 10 years of a career. All right, what 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 years? What year? What's it, what decade? We're, we're talking nineteen fifties, sixties, I guess seventies. Uh, Hank Aaron. No, I'll give you a hint. Ernie Banks. He's about the only player who ever played for the same organization in three different cities. 
Eddie Matthews. Willie yes. Mays. Move on. Move on, Eddie Matthews. Who's that? Michael. All right. We have 19 pitchers in the 300 strikeout club. Name the only two active ones. Oh. Oh. Hmm. There are active pitches at 3,000, huh? Verlander. Yes. Scherzer. You got it. Verlander and Scherzer. 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 Who's the who's the only Jet quarterback to throw thirty touchdown passes in a season? Ooh, whoa! Testaverde. Nope. Ken O'Brien. Ken O'Brien. No. Richard Todd. No. Pennington. No. Sanchez. No. Pennington. I don't know who else is left. No. Don't name it. No. No. Todd. Al Yeah. No. Lee Gross Cup. No. no. <laughs> All right. Gary Wood. Wood. Gary Wood. No, that was no. Giants. Dick Wood? No. Dick Wood. Dick Wood. I mean, no, he was a giant. He was terrible. What's your initials? Good. RF. RM. RF. F. RF. RF. Who's a Jet quarterback? RF. RF. A New York Jet? New York Jet. Not the Not a Titan. Uh, well, you got me. Wow. Who is it? Ryan Fitzpatrick. Uh, oh, 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 yeah, I never think of him as a Jet. That's right. He had that season when he had about three or four incredible games. Yeah. When, when, yeah, when, like, when yeah. if they would have won beating Buffalo the last game of the season, or something. Yeah. they would have been in the playoffs. Playoffs. Yeah. Who was a rookie of the year and went on to become a Hall of Famer. It's a What's tough sport, one. Mark? Baseball. Baseball. Oh. <laughs> so which Hall of Famer was a rookie? Of the, we don't think too much of the rookie. Oh, of the I got it. I got it. I got it. Well, there are a lot of, there are a lot of them. Yeah, there's I'll a lot. Them. Like Frank Robinson. Well, that's one. Oh, K-Line. K-Line is not on this list. Wow. Uh, yes, he wasn't rookie of the year. Right. Uh, I'll give you hints. Uh, second base, first base, initials R.C. Roberto Alomar. Rod R.C. Rod Carew. Oh, Rod Carew. Oh, Carew. Rod Say Carew. hey. Willie Mays. Willie Mays. Uh, didn't, didn't, McCov- didn't McCovey play in his McCovey. first year a very short season okay. and still got Rookie of the Year? Yeah. yeah. McCovey's yeah. on the list. Good, Michael. Well done. Uh, DJ. Who? Eric Jeter. Eric Jeter. Uh Cincinnati Reds, catcher. Johnny Bench. Johnny Bench. Bench, Bench. Yes. Uh, Giants, first base. McCovey. The other one. Well, Cepeda? Oh, Cepeda. Cepeda, too. Cepeda, 58. Uh, another uh, questionable. You think this guy should be in the Hall of Fame? Jay Astros, first base. Who? Jeff Bagwell. Jeff Bagwell. Jeff Bagwell. Is he one of those questionable yeah. Hall of Famers? Yeah. We just, no, you say he had no? a pretty good career. He's in. He's in. He, was, yeah. he was a good player. Yeah. Yeah. He was a good player. Uh, Andre Dawson. Yeah, I was going to Tom say him. Sieber, Tony Oliva, Cal mm-hmm. Ripken, Eddie Murray, Carlton Fisk, Mike Piazza, Billy mm-hmm. Williams, and Luis Aparicio. Mm-hmm. Pretty good list. Nice list. 
Makes, yeah. yeah. Starts good and ends good. All right, Joe. <laughs> Name the American League team that hit the most home runs in a game. The Yankees. No. No. Orioles. <laughs> no, I'll even give you the exact date. September 14th, <laughs> 1987. All right. <laughs> the Tigers? No. Well, Lee. Uh, well, American League. American, he said. American. Gabby Twins. Twins. They no, won the Rangers. World Series. Yeah. Oh, right, right. Twins. No. That's Rangers? Right. Red Sox. Twins? No. no. Uh, we've hit all the Cleveland. I'll tell you the number of home runs. Ten. <laughs> <laughs> we don't know. What is it? Toronto. Oh. If you told me Cleveland, yeah. I said, okay. Yeah. All right, Fred. Fred. Who are the seven NBA players who have played against both Kareem Abdul-Jabbar and LeBron James? Wow. Oh, wow. Whoa, seven. Who's seven. old? Oh, I know. <laughs> one hint. Three of them played high school basketball in New York City. Oh, so that doesn't count. Wow. Jesus. <laughs> LeBron James. Uh, Fred is They played against him, not with him. Yeah, against yeah. Chris Paul. No. I'm sorry, who'd you say? Chris Paul. No. 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 They're too new. Too young. Yeah. Who's old? Who's who's like 36? Kobe Bryant? No. No. Oh. Uh, Andre Iguodala. I'll give you a hint. <laughs> two played. Two played for the Knicks. One guy who's not, who's not from New York, but co- coached the Nets. One guy was was very much hated by Knicks fans for for what he did against the Knicks. Reggie Miller. Oh, yeah, Miller. Reggie, Reggie, Miller? Is, Reggie Miller is one. Uh, who is the who is the coach? Steve Nash. I mean, I mean, the coach was. All right, give me. Uh, let me. Let me oh. You know, the coach yeah, was Andrew Johnson, coached the Nets. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh. Another, another guy played for the Knicks, and this will give it away, but coached the Golden State Warriors. Jack, um, Mark, yeah, Jackson. Jackson. Mark Jackson. Mark Jackson. Mark Jackson, yeah. Another guy had a, had a, a brother who played in the NBA and, and either has now a nephew or a son playing in the NBA. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. To play or now, whether it's his, this guy's son or his nephew, Horace Grant. Uh, oh, yeah. And the other two, <laughs> the, other, the other three are Rod Strickland, never Kevin Willis, and Olden Polonese. Uh, oh, me. You keep the points. I, I don't know. At <laughs> uh, Joe, name the National League team that had the most home runs in a game. Milwaukee Braves. No. What year? What? 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 99? 99. 99. Braves. Braves. Nine home runs. Braves? Pirates. No. Pirates. No. Cardinals. No. Reds. Reds is correct. Okay. And then we get it. All right, Michael. Okay. Who hit 42 home runs, 151 RBIs, slugging 635 and batted 328 in his fourth major league year, and yet he was only 20 years old? 
fourth year. Is this like the 1900s? It was uh, 1929. Oh. Uh, <laughs> Jimmy Fox. Jimmy Fox. No, yeah. Ben, no. Mel Ott. Mel Ott is right. Okay. That's amazing, Mel right? Ott. So he start, I didn't know he started when he was 16. Well, yeah. Right. I didn't know. Yeah, 16, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Anybody else? You want more? I have another one. Uh, one more. Keep <laughs> right. irrelevant. All right. Here's one. If you get this, you're <laughs> good. All right. Name a jet whose middle name is Capano. K A P O N O. No In idea. other words, he's a, he's, a, he's a quarterback with a Hawaiian uh, background. Uh. Mm. And he was mentioned already in today's podcast. He was, huh? Brian Fitzpatrick. Brian Fitzpatrick. Gary Wood. No. More recent. He's a current jet now? Yes. Oh, on the jets now. Well, what position? Quarterback. Quarterback, Mark. Zach oh. Wilson. Don't he have two? Mike White. Zach Mike. Wilson. Mike. Would you say Fred? White. Wilson, Zach Wilson, Zach Carpino Wilson. <laughs> good to know. Like good, to know. good to know. I'm going to call it the guys. All right. Okay. Okay. Show was really good today. Thank you guys for uh, participating, and uh, have a fabulous week as always. You too, Mark. In the New York area, it's supposed to be really, really cold. I don't know. Yes. Now, you would think, uh, Two days. What's happening? But tomorrow, How's your hand doing? Tomorrow and, uh, and sadly, ridiculous. My hand is still here. No surgeries. Not yet. But, uh, never yet. When yeah. are you guys going to get snow? I heard this is we got snow. Got it. That's it. We got a quarter of an inch. Four tenths of an inch. Yep. <laughs> Measurable. Good for you. Good yeah. for us. How's the Guys, have a great yeah. week. Thanks for joining you us. Do. And we'll see you all out here next Take week. Care, Be good. Everybody. Take care, everybody. Hey, Bye, guys. Yeah. Bye. Good night, everybody. Bye. Bye. Good night, Bye. everybody. Jerry, I'll see you Thank in school. You.